How are you doing today? No, how are you really doing? I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're safe. This is your host, Dr. Michelle, and you're listening to A Feminine Impression. I wanted to talk today about something that's necessary for you as a woman. To love, to confront, and to manage your emotions. You know, one thing I've realized is that we don't really know people in terms of their private pain. Each and every one of us battles deep-seated emotions that are sometimes like a dark cloud that just hovers over us. And people don't know. Only we do. And sometimes we don't even know because it's been there so long and it's painful. Unfortunately though, if we don't confront this pain and kind of ease our way through it, then we end up being a prisoner to our feelings and we end up losing our lives. Yes, you can lose your life and still be alive. Or our emotions can end up costing us our lives. Now, whether that's rage, jumping to conclusions, or just circling moments of depression, all of it can end up ruling us. So today I want us to talk around how to identify our emotional triggers, gaining emotional maturity, And how can we detect when we're getting to a place that's bringing us down? In the future, we're going to discuss how we can come out of these moments. But for now, go ahead, sit back, relax, get something to write with, and let's talk about it. Now, it's necessary that you know that emotions are temporary. That's a good thing. Meaning that although they feel like they're going to last forever, they don't. Whether they're great feelings like excitement, happiness, and joy, or negative feelings like sadness, anxiety, pain, emotions will always go. And that's why we can't get attached to them. Even the good ones. We need to understand that it's a momentary state of being. Sometimes for a season. Emotions allow us to experience the world fully. They're our mind's natural response to our environment. And this is why they can't be trusted and you cannot act on your feelings. I want you to remember that you, as a human, are made up of three components. Your mind, your body, and your spirits. All three. All three are you. And all three always need to be addressed. And your mind is made up of your emotions, your will, your intellect, and other mental faculties. So, you know, a lot of people think that their emotions are coming from their heart. Their feelings are coming from their heart. They're attached to their heart. And they're not. They're attached to your mind. Your emotions are in your mind. Your heart is an organ. It's a part of your body but it has nothing to do with your emotions. Remember that because it'll help you to exert more control over yourself, knowing that it's part of your mind. Now, the reason it's important to know this is because we tend to allow our emotions or our moods dictate our choices. For example, let's say you and your man get into an argument. Well, then maybe you might call off of work that day or you won't go to your fitness class, or you'll cancel your hair appointments 
due to that current mood. So then what happens? You don't get your hair done or, you know, you miss something important at work that day and you miss your fitness class, which can actually spiral you into missing more than one class, all because of a mood. And, you know, one day can turn into one week, can turn into one month. And that's how everything starts to crumble. So we have to get a hold of it because it's not going to just be one thing going on in your life. It'll be multiple emotions that kind of build on each other. Now, in order to rule over your mind, you will need to identify what your triggers are and you must start to develop self-awareness. That means you need to start getting to know yourself. Getting to know yourself in a transparent way where you're not only tapping into the things that you tend to think set you off, but also the things that you do that affect other people. The things that you hear about yourself on a consistent basis, because your behavior does have a direct impact on anyone who interacts with you, even online. So you have to get to know yourself. You have to begin allowing yourself to feel And taking moments to analyze those feelings so that you can begin to identify and control them. What you may want to do first is acknowledge your physical reactions to your feelings. Okay, When your mind is feeling something, it's going to try to protect you. And it's going to give your body a warning. That message to your body will manifest in different things. So what message does your body tend to get? Upset stomach, sweaty hands, sweaty armpits, increased heart rate, tears. What does your message look like? Because once you get this message, you're going to have to start paying attention. And that's going to help you to notice what the patterns are. Because usually the message is consistent across circumstances. So first, focus on your body so that you can calm yourself down. And you can do this easily by just taking deep breaths because your brain needs that air to cool down like an overworked computer. You know, when your computer starts getting hot, it needs to cool down. So that air tells your body, relax. And when you can relax, that's when you can start to think clearly. So as you're taking deep breaths, imagine that you're exhaling the poison that's trying to control your body and your mind. And once you've calmed down, then you can think. Because sometimes you may lash out at someone thinking that you were angry with them, but it wasn't even that. You weren't really even angry. Maybe, you know, you were very hungry and that shortened your fuse. So let's say you're in a situation where you're at a party or a social event and someone says something sarcastic to you. Maybe you were in a group and you were talking about something and then some other girl says something super sarcastic and it kind of embarrasses you. And honestly, sarcasm is something I wouldn't recommend any of you pick up as a habit because most people see it as being rude. Okay, because being sarcastic is a form of being rude. Now, it works in certain social situations, but you have to be very careful. So if someone says something very sarcastic to you and you take it as they're being rude, you might find yourself using a sharp tongue with them. You might say something that you might regret. 
So in that moment, you may want to tell yourself as you're getting hot, as your cheeks are getting red or your palms are getting sweaty, you might say to yourself, okay, you know what? This chick right here, she does not know who she's talking to, but let me go ahead and calm down because I'm starting to become upset. I'm starting to feel angry. That anger could have stemmed from her comment or it could have stemmed from the fact that you were hungry and you haven't eaten all day. And so your fuse was really short. And maybe, just maybe, if you had a little food in your body, you might have laughed instead. Who knows? But you get the opportunity to calm yourself down and analyze. And once you're alone, you can do that mental playback and figure out exactly why you thought you became angry and begin collecting scenarios on things that bother you. That way you can have control over them because the purpose here is to create an emotional strategy before things happen. So you know exactly what's going on, exactly how you're gonna react and exactly what you're gonna do instead. And then maybe in the future, the next time someone says something really sarcastic and it's appropriate, you can say, you know what? I honestly don't appreciate the sarcasm. Or you can just take it for what it is and choose not to respond. But that will be up to you and you will know exactly how to put your body back into your control. Now, there may be times where you have a yucky feeling on the inside, but you can't properly identify it. You don't know what it really is. And this could be for a number of reasons. And I'll talk about a few of them. But honestly, if you want to hear more, I would prefer that you visit my YouTube channel because I have a thorough video on this. It's about 45 minutes long and I address everything in detail. But since we talked about hunger being a trigger, the same thing goes for lack of sleep. This is something that people really don't pay enough attention to in terms of how it's affecting your body. Especially if it's multiple days in a row where you're missing sleep or if that sleep is tied to stress. This could be the stress of taking care of someone who's ill, like a loved one. It can be the stress of taking care of a newborn baby, you know, having sleepless nights due to that. It can be due to the stress of having sleepless nights due to arguing with your partner, with your spouse, getting the silent treatment from him or him trying to hurt your feelings. And therefore, you cannot sleep. It can be stress from lack of sleep due to having to overwork in order to make ends meet. It can be stress from having to run your own business and you're up all night. All of these issues can cause you to feel stress and to lose sleep, which is a double combination of problems. But lack of sleep is like putting a quarter tank of cheap gas into a brand new Range Rover girl and expecting everything to work out fine. It's not gonna work out fine. Eventually, things are gonna fall apart from the inside out. And you need to treat your body as if it is a luxury machine and making sure that it can truly function properly because you're caring for it by giving yourself enough rest. Now, you could have triggers due to your environment, whether it's your home environment, your parents, your spouse, your children. It could be your community. If you happen to live in a crime-filled environment, you may have experienced consistent trauma. Your whole community might be feeling trauma and you may constantly walk around with a sense of fear every single day 
or you may experience anxiety on a daily basis because you're in a constant state of worry. So if a random stranger says hello to you and maybe they look a little bit suspicious, it can drive you into a whole state of fear and panic because you're constantly worried about your life. And you're surrounded by other people who are worried about your life and their life. So you're in a constant cycle of fear. Another trigger as a woman is our hormones. Our hormones can be an underlying trigger that we are not aware of. Having a hormonal imbalance can really set things off for you, like birth control, emergency contraceptive, like the Plan B pill, PMS, pregnancy, menopause, being a new mother. All of these things are tied to our hormones. These are things going on within our body, not our mind. However, it impacts our emotions. So we have to make sure that we are looking deep into this if we're feeling that way. I mean, this is why right before your period starts, if you watch like a sad movie or something, you might find that you're starting to cry like crazy and you don't know why. You might not be able to stop. Even though you're ready to stop, you might not be able to. Or you might go off on someone where you're saying to yourself, whoa, that was kind of a lot. And you don't even know where it came from. So this is why I recommend that you begin to track your cycle, track your menstrual cycle. There are lots of apps out there that can help you with this. I personally like using an app called Life, but there are many out there and they can help you understand the system to your body. You can start tracking how you're feeling all different times of the month and see if we start seeing patterns because you're going to find that there normally will be patterns. Your body is a beautifully and divinely designed machine and it has order to it. So when you decide to take the control back, you can put it in check. But, you know, if you find that you're in a place where you don't quite know what's going on, there's no real consistency, then I recommend that you visit your doctor and talk about it. Maybe you're experiencing major mood swings, or maybe you've been depressed for a really, really long time and you cannot control it anymore. I want you to go ahead and check in with your physician. And let them take a look at you and see if they can come up with a pattern or a reason or some strategies to help you out. Now, another common trigger for people is hearing from certain people. There are some people in our lives or out of our lives that we do not want to hear from. This person could be your father who maybe hurt you in the past. It could be your boss that's super anal and mean towards you. It could be your ex-boyfriend. It could be your child's father. Okay, it could be anyone. But hearing from an unwanted person can be an immediate emotional trigger for you. So instead of letting them have control over you, once you realize who these people are, then you need to create emotional strategies for what you're going to do when you hear from them. Especially if you have to interact with them. You need to come up with a plan. Because some of us can get a text from a certain person and that text can ruin our entire day. And that is so unfair to you to be robbed of your life, robbed of time due to someone else contacting you. So acknowledge whenever you get a message, go ahead and acknowledge it whenever you can. If you need to get away, put the phone down, go do something else. 
and then later decide what you're going to do if and when you need to respond. But don't let that person's message impact. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. The way that your day goes. And like I said, I do have a lot of other scenarios in my YouTube videos, so go ahead and visit that video if you want other scenarios that tend to be triggers for people. But in essence, your goal should be to develop emotional maturity as a young lady, as a feminine woman. And I understand that this is something you may not have ever learned. You know, we most of the time learn our emotional strategies based on our environment that we grew up in. So whatever you saw your parents doing is usually either a trigger for you or your go-to emotional reaction. So you do need to reflect on this and decide if this is influencing your reactions. And you may see that you've never even been guided on how to properly manage your emotions as an adult. However, right now, I want us to focus on things that I want you to avoid doing during emotional moments. These are big no's. We talked about emotions being temporary, positive and negative which is why you should never make decisions when you're feeling emotional. Things like cutting your hair, changing your hair. Don't do it while you're emotional. Don't make large purchases when you're feeling excited or if you got great news. Same thing goes when you're upset. Don't pick a fight with your kids or break up with your man or send an angry email when you're feeling upset. Because listen, people will test you, especially when they know you. They may try to push your buttons on purpose. Maybe they think you're too uptight. You're too righteous. So they might purposely try to see if they can control you by doing things to upset you. Many men will do this when they realize that you do not have control over your emotions. Sometimes they'll try to trigger you by pulling away emotionally because they know that by doing that, it's going to upset you and they wanna see you react. It's challenging, ladies, and it's not easy at all. It's really painful sometimes, especially if it's done by someone that you love, someone who's purposely trying to hurt you. Maybe they're hurt, or maybe they wanna punish you for something. And so they try to push your buttons, even if that means by removing their love. But remember, when you are still and calm, that is when you can think clearly, that is when you can see clearly, and that is when you can plan. And if you're able to see things for what they really are, then you can make moves. And that's why words matter. You need to start saying things like, I'm feeling angry right now, not I'm angry. When you say I'm feeling angry, then you acknowledge that it's a feeling. You acknowledge that you have control. You acknowledge that it's in your mind. So hop into your control room and shut it all down. Shut it down until you're alone. 
but don't give other people the satisfaction of thinking that they can just hop into your control room and work you like a robot. They cannot do that to you anymore. It's over. You are taking back control. In terms of shutting your emotions off, there's a time for everything. So you do need to learn how to shut it down. Like when you're angry, let's say you're angry about something at work and then you picked up your son from school and he's getting on your nerves. (laughs) You can choose to switch to a different mode and you can say, okay, you know what? I'm feeling angry right now, but I'm with my son who I love. So I'm going to switch into a different mode and give him love and tenderness and suppress until I can release. However, if you haven't reached that level of emotional maturity, You can still smile at him when you pick him up. You can be quiet on the ride home, play some music. And then once you get home, put on his favorite show, give him some food and remove yourself for a little bit and reset. But never take your emotions out on your children. And you'll know when you're doing this. You will know if you're paying attention because you will upset them. And children are almost always happy. They're almost always in a positive mood because children should be happy. So if your child is crying or has an emotional reaction, like just a serious change of expression, I mean, you're going to see them shrink if you're taking your anger out on them. And that is unacceptable. Children should never be your scapegoat for when you are angry about something. Children should always be loved and cared for. And as the adult and caregiver of your child, you are supposed to be the one that is their safety net, not the one that is hurting them. So if you've been doing this, go ahead and forgive yourself and do better. Your emotions also do not belong at your place of employment, girl. (laughs) Whether you work for someone else, or you're an entrepreneur, your emotions don't belong at work. Your job should get your most professional side because they are paying you to be there. That's not the place to hurt people with your pain. And if you find that you're in a place where you're constantly being emotionally triggered by your coworkers or the type of clients or customers you have, then you need to consider moving out of that position and doing something else or getting a different position somewhere else. Because this is your health. You cannot afford to be in a place that's toxic and that's causing you to feel that you have to keep having these emotional moments. And lastly, do not hold your emotions in. Release. Your mind requires a daily release of emotions. Now, some days it may be more, other days it may be less, but every day there should be some. Just like when you eat your meals, right? You normally have like something left on the plate, even if it's a few scraps or some sauce, there's always something left. And some days, maybe you have a lot left on your plate because you didn't like the taste or it was just too much. But you empty your scraps into the trash or into the garbage disposal and you get it clean. Same thing goes for your mind. Every day, get it clean. Because just like holding your urine, like when you really have to pee, you won't be able to hold it in for long. You can hold it all you want, but eventually your body will force you to release. The same thing goes for your emotions. Eventually, 
You will end up crying and having an outburst. You will end up fighting, arguing with strangers and loved ones, and doing all kinds of damaging things. And I know you might think that it's not obvious to people, like they cannot tell that you haven't released, but they can. They can tell. Just like when you have to pee and you're doing the pee dance, people start looking at you funny and they go, um, do you have to pee or something? It's the same thing. People look at you with that same look. But what they're saying is, what's wrong with her? Because they can tell that you haven't been releasing. You're full of emotion. And I know this is tough because sometimes you don't even know where to begin. You don't know how to release. But you can lead yourself into a daily release by journaling which is so therapeutic. And a lot of you ladies have been sending me pictures of your journals and things that you're writing down. And I absolutely love that you're doing that. And a lot of you have never done it before because you thought it was kind of silly and you now realize how helpful it is. So I'm super proud of you. But you can do something like talk with a trusted friend. Do not go tell all your friends about your problems. Not only can you become an emotional burden for people, but people should not know all of your business. They will tell other people and you don't need everyone knowing your personal business. So please do not tell all of your friends. If you have five friends, they don't all need to know. You can just tell one of them. Okay, your life is not anyone's business. No one has a right to your personal problems, your personal struggles, just because they're your friend. They do not have the right to demand that you tell them every detail of your life. You don't have to. That's not part of being a friend. So go ahead and find who that person's going to be before the situation happens. And sometimes you have different friends for different things. If you have more than one friend, maybe one of them is married and so you want to talk about marriage things. Maybe one of them has the same religion as you do and they're very strong in their faith. So you might want to talk to them when a faith-based issue comes up. It could be different things for different friends, but do not keep it in if you do have someone that you trust who you can talk to. You can release by saying a prayer, talking to God. This is the best form of release because you get immediate comfort. You can do an artistic expression like paint or write music or play an instrument or play uplifting music. These things can guide you into emotional releases. And it's a healthy release, like crying, which is necessary for you to do, even if it's on a daily basis. It's a release. You need to do it. Never, ever, ever be ashamed of your emotions. All it means is that you are so beautiful because you know how to feel. You are not a cold woman. You are warm and that is one of the most difficult things to find in a woman these days. We need to get that back. You need to open yourself up and look within. Because when you know how to feel, when you have emotions, it means that you're alive. That your mind is taking to your environment, whether it's good or bad. Your mind is able to take in your environment and make sense of it. What you don't know is that those experiences will one day be the reason that you do something great, especially the bad emotions. You are born with a purpose inside of your heart, and your purpose is usually tied to something that makes you angry. And since you have the propensity to feel the way you do, 
It means that you're on the right track to discovering the very thing you were born to do. It means that you have the capacity for great love when utilized properly. And the people who you get to love, like your children or your future spouse or your boyfriend, that person will be greatly blessed because you have the capacity to hold so much love. And it also confirms that you were made in the image of God because you have the same characteristics, which includes having great power over yourself and your emotions. So just know that it's a wonderful thing to have emotions. The people who have and feel the strongest create the most beautiful things for our world. So I love each and every one of you. And I know that if you chose to listen to this, it means that you really want to evolve and get better. And eventually, honey, you will become a triple threat because you will have complete power over your mind, your body, and your spirit. And that is how you make a feminine impression. So thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you for listening. Please visit the corresponding YouTube video to this episode because it is very detailed and thorough and it touches on many different things that we didn't talk about today. And if you want me to answer a question for a Q&A, leave me a voice message and I'll be responding to all of your voice messages. Remember, you are destined for greatness. And as a feminine woman who knows her triggers, no one will be able to manipulate your emotions ever again. And that is something to look forward to. Until next time, my love, this is Dr. Michelle.